Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast, Culture Through the Ages. I'm your host, Gwen Connor, and today I'll be talking about the Roaring Twenties. The Twenties marks a big turning point in American fashion and culture. Women's dresses got shorter and their rights got broader. I'll explain what I mean in a minute. When you hear 1920s, you probably think of flappers. At least that's what I think of. Flappers became popular during the early 1920s and were known for their daring hemlines and loose waists. Flapper dresses were usually ornamented with beads and sequins and embroidery. The style spread through major cities and was emphasized by the designer Coco Chanel. Another big fashion trend for the 1920s was sportswear. Sportswear had been acceptable for men to wear for a very long time, but during the 1920s it finally became acceptable for women as well. Pants were still not worn by women, but they wore tennis skirts and sweater combos and pleated dresses. Tennis was the most popular sport for women, so the clothes were derived from that sport. The 1920s also marked the time of a new hairstyle, the bob. This was the first time in history that it was acceptable for a woman's hair to be so short. Men's wear in the 1920s valued simplicity. They stopped wearing starched collars and formal three-piece suits during the day, and instead opted for more practical soft collars and one to two button suit jackets. Pinstripes were a popular pattern and popular materials ranged from tweeds to flannels to wools. Many of the youth started to wear Oxford bags, which were wide-legged trousers. During the era, they ranged from 22 inches wide at the bottom to a whopping 44 inches wide, which is over a dozen inches wider than the previous decades. Another pants style that became popular was the plus fours, which were four inches wider around the knee. These were often worn with a sweater and became popular golf and casual attire, much like how tennis wear became casual for women. Now we get to the fun part, why these styles were popular in the 1920s. Prohibition was recently passed as the 18th Amendment. High schools and automobiles had just been invented. Movie theaters were becoming increasingly popular. Youth culture was emerging stronger than ever before. Most flappers in the male equivalents were young. We have them for thi- we have them to thank for the whole rebel teen stereotype. They rebelled in every way possible and horrified the older generations. Prohibition was obviously not very popular, and many teens broke the law and went to speakeasies, which were basically just illegal bars. Women and men alike drank, smoked, and listened to music on the newly invented radios. For the first time in history, men could take women out in their automobiles on dates, without the parents being there. This seems so normalized for us now, but back in the olden days, courting took place right in front of the parents. Some parents went as far as to call automobiles brothels on wheels. Adults were mortified by the prospect of movie theaters. Their children could go to a dark space alone and watch films that gave them all the wrong ideas. I'll let you guess what the wrong ideas are. The wedge between old and young was larger than it had ever been before. The 1920s was also characterized as a period of drastic change for women. Women won the right to vote in 1920 with the 19th Amendment. More women started to go to college. We saw more equality demonstrated with women's clothes. Women's main role still remained the housewife, but numerous new technologies, including the vacuum, washing machines, and running water, transformed their lives. Now, as I said above, Many people think of young, pretty, white flappers when they think of the 1920s, but this is unsurprisingly not the reality for most women. Only the rich upper class could afford everything that made a girl a flapper. 
The majority of women couldn't afford the products to make their teeth, hands, face, and clothes look up to the flapper beauty standard. The style of clothes was still replicated by many women, just usually without all the beads and sparkles. And last, but certainly not least, I want to talk about black culture during the 1920s. This time period held the Harlem Renaissance, where black art, literature, music, and poetry flourished. Fashion for black women depended on their location, and in the South was characterized by ruffles, full sleeves, long feather-styled skirts, brimmed hats, and formal collars. Many black women, mainly in cities, identified with flappers and wore their shirt-beaded dresses and went to speakeasies. The iconic genre of jazz was invented through black culture during this time period and spread through the country like wildfire. We also see for the first time in history, black people expressing their pride in being black Americans. Some sought their African roots and embraced their culture with white arms. The 1920s was a culture-changing time period, and I only brushed the surface of what it brought. I'm your host, Gwen Connor, and tune in next week to hear about the 30s, and thank you so much for listening to Culture Through the Ages.